no vaccine mandate. It was just ruled essentially illegal by the United States Supreme Court. What a country. Our founding fathers, huh? Pretty decisive, too. Six to three, they ruled that Biden's vaccine or get a test every single week. If you work at a company of 100 more employees, that's not going to fly. You see the three liberal justices that uh, said, oh, this is a great idea. It's not going to happen. Now, if you go through the, uh, the pages there, about 23 pages, a couple of things. It was overly broad. They're treating a 19-year-old lifeguard who's outdoors all day long the same way they would a 60-year-old security guard. It does not make sense. There should be differentiation. Let's see, what else? People get COVID all over the place, not just at work. Work could be Possibly, you could get it there. You could get it at home. You could get it at school. You could get it when you go watch uh, your favorite game. And finally, the Secretary of Labor does not have this kind of juice. It was all coming from him. OSHA is under the Secretary of Labor. And real quick, who is the Secretary of Labor? Whoever it is, they don't have this kind of authority. And who? It's this guy. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Secretary, whatever your name. Let's see here. It's uh, Marty Walsh. Secretary Marty Walsh. Should be Martin, don't you think? Secretary Walsh. But anyway, not going to happen. I like it a lot. And Joe Biden, ooh, he was so confident, so bossy when he announced this last fall. Do you remember? We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin. And your refusal has cost all of us. Wrong. And it's just no way to talk to the American people ordering us and OSHA. OSHA figures out, you know, how high the banister is from the steps, not what we should be putting inside our own bodies. So I think this decision is great, although I saw it coming a long time ago. That day when Joe Biden came out with that obnoxious order, I predicted this on Twitter in my own certain way. Shut up, Joe. I just checked with my lawyers. Uh, The government doesn't have the authority to force the vaccine on anyone. See you in court. Tough guy. P.S. Yeah, don't think this makes us forget about Afghanistan either. Amazing. That almost worked. That almost worked. All right. More on this in just a little bit. In the meantime, we have to go out to Hollywood. Is it really Hollywood? They're calling it a woke explosion. Now, you may think this doesn't affect you, and in a way it doesn't. I mean, we watch basically TV shows and movies are just becoming a lot crummier, okay? We can all see it. And some of the classics that I like could never be made right now. And here are some of the ones that I like. Kramer versus Kramer. People talking on camera. What's the problem with that? Too many white people, not enough people of color. How about Rocky? Who does not like Rocky? The problem with this movie, I'm told, they made the bad guy the black guy, although Carl Weathers as Apollo Creed was absolutely awesome, a magnificent performance. How about The Verdict with Paul Newman? Another one that I like. These are movies that could never get made today. And virtually anything that Alfred Hitchcock was involved in, he didn't care about gender issues, really transgender. It was just not, he just cared about great stories. Great, great stories. But now, after what, two years of Black Lives Matter, Antifa, racial and social justice and all of this nonsense, and so much of it is nonsense because they got previously normal people to talk like this. 
to fix the mess that white people have made. Look, I look at it this way. I'm a white man. I've got a lot of privilege in the room. What kind of weird, creepy white guy party is this? This is a Democratic Party that needs to go younger and more diverse. So naturally, the old white guy is the front runner. He's just a white word. guy. He doesn't matter. <laughs> you don't get the mansplain right now, Mark. <laughs> and I'm the white guy on the panel to say that, so I'll shut up now. We have stood by to see mediocre, mealy-mouthed, uh, snowflake white men who are incapable of taking critique. And such a fantastic selection of diverse candidates. We're going to go to the white guy in-house. You, you did it wrong. You, of you course I did. To do that with I'm a white guy from Queens. It's the ultimate virtue signal. It feels really good to say something like that when you're on a panel on TV, putting down a group or putting yourself down. I'm so secure in my power, I can point to this and say it's a, not a limitation. I mean, it should be, but here I am. It's a terrible thing to say, and it has a real-world effect on real people. People from cafeteria workers to people who work in Hollywood, producers, writers, directors, actors, stagehands, you name it, they are on the run. Fascinating new story in the UK Daily Mail says the woke revolution that has driven out white men. This is real. This is happening in every industry, especially, especially in Hollywood. So the whole key in Hollywood right now, after two years of Black Lives Matter, BIPOC. you got to be BIPOC. What is BIPOC? Black, indigenous, and people of color. you got to have that angle. And if you don't, you are out of luck. Now, what does this mean? Uh, people are going to be looking at the outside, not on the inside. And ultimately, the quality of the content, the stories will decline. Now, right now, Ava DuVernay is the queen of Hollywood. She happens to be a woman. She happens to be a person of color. And she happens to be a pretty mediocre filmmaker. There. Yes, it's true. You're allowed to criticize Ava DuVernay, okay? And I know this personally because... Well, I sat through When They See Us. You ever hear about that? It's a miniseries that was on Netflix about two years ago about the Central Park Five, the, uh, the Central Park jogger case. Do you remember that? Five men were convicted of uh, assaulting this woman. And oh, by the way, yes, they happened to be guilty. That conviction of theirs was vacated. But people who talk about this case know nothing about the case. And they have maligned the prosecutor, the prosecutors who were involved, good people who followed the law. And by the way, these guys confessed. And these weren't false confessions. Anybody who says that hasn't sat through and actually watched. They don't know the first thing they're talking about. Anyway, there's that. It also happens to be a crummy movie. What is happening in Hollywood? The embracing of anything that is black, indigenous, person of color, and the rejection, seemingly, of anything that is Jewish. Now, the Academy of uh, Motion Pictures and Arts and Sciences, those who, who run the Oscars, they just set up a new museum. It's a half billion dollars. It's quite a facility. And when they opened it, guess what? They had a Native American contingent, and they came by to apologize for uh, the land that had been taken from the Native Americans and all that stuff. And anyway... This big museum, and you know what it overlooked? The Jews who created Hollywood. Meyer, Goldwyn, the list goes on and on. These innovative, gifted, talented, gutsy men went to Hollywood and created 
multi-trillion dollar industry that has entertained an entire world for about 120 years. And not one word about these men in that museum. Now I'm told it's going to be fixed, but it's awfully late. Isn't it interesting that this essentially anti-Semitism is out there and it's real, just as the squad, can, <laughs> they make a spectacle of themselves all the time. Their anti-Semitism is, uh, is legendary at this point. Their power is uh, substantial. Even Joe Biden listens to this crew. And as far as this ridiculous conversation about race that we're having in America, Joe Biden is totally on board as his administration tanks. I challenge you, find today, when you turn on the stations, sit on one station for two hours, and I don't know how many commercials you'll see, lay eight to five, two to three out of five have mixed race couples in them. That's not by accident. They're selling soap, man. So that kind of ridiculous virtue signaling in the commercials and in the TV shows and in the movies and in the shows is Joe Biden. Again, real world people are paying a price for this high level virtue signaling. And it's really a shame. So many people these days are afraid of the mob. And you know what they do? They try to outwoke the mob. They join the mob so the mob never comes for them. So some people who are in that mob are guilty of themselves of something and they just don't want to be caught. You know who Asia Argento is? Um, I wasn't too familiar with her either, but she went to Cannes and made a big spectacle out of herself, accusing everybody in the room of, uh, of bad stuff. I want to make a prediction. Harvey Weinstein will never be welcomed here ever again. He will live in disgrace, shunned by a film community that once embraced him and covered up for his crimes. And even tonight, sitting among you, there are those who still have to be held accountable for their conduct against women, for a behavior that does not belong in this industry, does not belong in any industry or workplace. You know who you are, but most importantly, we know who you are. And we're not going to allow you to get away with it any longer. I'm not going to argue about Harvey Weinstein. That guy is where he belongs, in prison, it seems. But uh, interesting, her accusatory tone about everybody else just sitting there. And look what came out about Asia Argento not too long after. She herself accused of sexually assaulting a 17-year-old boy. When you go woke, you do really become deranged, as President Trump said. Um, a new software update for Microsoft Word, the most ubiquitous word processing program in the universe, right? Um, look how it was unveiled. Ignite, we've got a big day ahead and lots in store for you. First, we want to acknowledge that the land where the Microsoft campus is situated was traditionally occupied by the Sammamish, the Duwamish, the Snoqualmie, the Suquamish, the Muckleshoot, the Snohomish, the Tulalip, and other Coast Salish peoples since time immemorial. A people that are still here 
continuing to honor and bring to light their ancient heritage. My name is Allison Wines. I'm a senior program manager in our developer tools division. I'm an Asian and white female with dark brown hair wearing a red sleeveless top. <laughs> I'm Greg Kelly, I'm a white male, I'm wearing a um, green tie, and uh, my favorite show growing up was F Troop. So uh, I'm really not fitting in with any of this talk. I have no idea what Indian tribe owned this chunk of Manhattan that I'm sitting on right now, but uh, think that the Dutch paid for it. This absurdity is really kind of laughable. And Microsoft, and nobody else really, they're, they're overcorrecting and they're doing it too fast. Now, in their new Word program, by the way, they are trying to take words out of circulation. Words. Words. Words matter, I'm told all the time, right? Words matter. Well, if you write the word manpower in a document that you're writing in your home or office, <laughs> Microsoft is going to tap you on the shoulder with a little purple line and sit, tell you that that word is potentially inappropriate and give you other words like workforce. Uh, what else have we got there? Power, labor. Uh, if you write homosexual, well, that could be offensive to somebody as well. They're going to suggest gay person or something else. Uh, let's see. Mistress. What's wrong with that word? You will be warned that it's uh, a gender neutral term. Hero could be more inclusive here. A gender neutral term could be more inclusive, like lover. I mean, don't you want them to stay out of it? Again, if you're writing at home, they're going to send you these warnings. It's one thing if you misspell a word. Postman doesn't. All right, when's the last time anybody saw a female male person? I just, I'm sorry. I know they exist, but showgirl, is that on the list? Yes, it is. Uh, you should use the word dancer, performer, performing artist, and blacklisted. They're blacklisting everybody in Hollywood, but <laughs> they don't want you using that word. You could use block, band, blacklisted. This is uh, Microsoft in 2022 getting into your head and trying to tell you what words you can and cannot use. This is wrong, but again, it's too fast. They're just, and they're faking it. This is what Microsoft really is. In 1995, they came out with, uh, well, Windows 95. And the hottest show at the time was Friends. Remember that? All white cast. Nobody seemed to have a problem with it. It was a pretty good show. So they got the biggest stars in the world to do their promotional, instructional Microsoft Windows video. Hey, the Pinky Duck Wagon is coming. Jen, your, your food's here. You're saved. Uh, I don't think I'm really hungry anymore. Hey, listen to the man. He's got a zen spin on Windows 95. Look at our menu. Column A always compliments column B. Protein on the right, carbs on the left. Elements stay the same. But the combinations of choices are indeed infinite. Creativity is challenged. Wow. Well, it's kind of like an, an interactive fortune cookie, wouldn't you say? Yes, I would. Wow, Jennifer Aniston and Matthew Perry 27 years ago. Lots of problems here. They didn't thank the Indians. I think we see some cultural appropriation going on. They appear to have a white guy playing uh, the role of an Asian male. Look, I'm not saying this is not lame, but there's got to be a happy medium between this stuff and what we saw today from uh, the, the white Asian lady with the sleeveless red shirt, right? I mean, come on. All right, stay with us, please. Joe Biden 
had a particularly weak moment um, this morning, followed by a very bad day. 7% inflation, low 30s in the polls, and a major, major defeat in the Supreme Court. But look at how he started this day when we come back. Carson, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast. Tired of boring traditional news updates? How about one with a conservative point of view and it's actually funny? You can subscribe for free on the Apple Podcast app and it downloads directly to your smartphone so you can listen while driving, uh, to work, riding a bike, at the gym, or even while lobster fishing off the East Coast. Subscribe today with the Apple Podcast app or go to NewsmaxTV.com slash podcasts for other platforms. Something's coming. All I can say is that the fake news just doesn't get it, do they? And the fake news, my gosh, they let down all of us. They let down society for two years when they glorified the Black Lives Matter movement. Remember that? They glorified it. They sanctified it. And they, gosh, they were terrible to cops. Cops needed to be defunded. They needed to be totally reformed. They were racist. They were sexist. They were terrible What did that leave us with? That false information, by the way, and it's all lies. The greatest threat posed to black men in America is not from white cops. You can look it up. What did it leave us with? Horrific crime. Horrific crime. All over the place. Shootings. Here in New York, racist attacks against Asian people. New York, also Oakland, San Francisco, plenty of places. Subway attacks. Have you been on the train lately, commuter railroad or subways? And of course, smash and grabs all over the place. Now, I'm linking it, yes, to the Black Lives Matter movement that glorified violence and stigmatized police. And now people don't try to help police. He went that way, officer. No, they take out their phone and try to catch them making a mistake, possibly. Maybe they can go viral. It's absolutely terrible. And they're also going after just ordinary stuff, not just high-end watches and things like that. At the drugstore, <laughs> they're stealing nail polish and toothpaste and getting away with it. It's essentially not a crime in major parts of the country. If it's below $1,000, if nobody gets hurt, I mean hurt, hurt, take it. Why not? So last night I went to the drugstore Uh, late at night, I kind of wanted some candy. I had not seen this before in New York City. Look at this. I know the Gillette razors are under lock and key. They're ridiculously expensive and very easy to steal. But did you know that Reese's peanut butter cups, licorice, Jolly Ranchers, gummy lifesavers are under lock and key? I don't blame the stores. They're being ripped off left and right. I blame the media. I blame Joe Biden. I blame all the dishonesty that has been promulgated about cops, this is, the, this is one of the results. I also blame Joe Biden. Ooh, by the way, bad start to his day, bad start. He's trying, trying to talk about COVID relief here. Now, I don't like to, uh, uh, you know, uh, outline the next steps we're taking against, uh, I, I'd like to outline the next steps we're taking against over on the, uh, the Omicron variant. Just thanks, just thanks, just since Thanksgiving, I've talked. I've, 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 ta- I've excuse me, I've tapped uh, Dr. Tom. Eng- I hope I pronounced it. Eng- 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 
Inglesby. Correct? Is that right? When you're indoors in public places, you should wear the mask. And you're, there, there, there are a lot, you know, there are lots of different kinds of masks out there. And the Center, for, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, says that wearing a well-fitting mask of, of, of any of them is certainly better than not wearing a mask if it's well-fitting. What if uh, over your nose? I mean, what do you say? Give it up? This is embarrassing for you. It's embarrassing for the country. Thanks. Over the nose. Got it. Um, he did have a word for the social media companies who, for some reason, really seem to listen to this guy. If you haven't gotten vaccinated, do it. Personal choice impacts us all, our hospitals, our countries. I make a special appeal to social media companies and media outlets. Please deal with the misinformation and disinformation that's on your shows. It has to stop. All the shows that are put out by the social media companies. Well, um, let us figure out what the misinformation is. The government has changed its mind. They change their mind every single day. How many times has Fauci been wrong? And by the way, the NCAA college came out with this. Is this misinformation? This is their policy now. A person who has a documented COVID, has had a documented COVID-19 infection in the past 90 days, is considered the equivalent of fully vaccinated. Hey, I can live with that. I kind of like that idea. There's a lot of uh, science behind that. Now, NCAA, they're powerful. They can put this up there. They can institute that policy. They're worried about athletes they need, Athletes, they need for colleges to make money. They don't want to get vaccinated, so they're making this accommodation. But for others, not so much. Would this be considered disinformation? If you or I put it out a couple of weeks ago, yes, it would. And that is not fair. Also, while we're on the topic, social media companies, if you really want to throttle back people like me, throttle back conservatives. Why are you lifting the Ayatollah Khamenei from Iran, who just put out the most disgusting video glorifying the potential assassination of Donald Trump in horrifying detail? It's like a very detailed, pretty much realistic plot to get President Trump down there in Mar-a-Lago. And this is all over the place on social media, and I don't hear boo about it from the Biden administration. That's wrong. And they're hassling us for sharing our ideas about COVID and what works for us and what doesn't. That's un-American. All right, how did Joe wrap up uh, this morning? 
Mr. President, can I have a message for vaccinated Americans who are wondering why they should continue to restrict their activities given that your health officials say most Americans will get COVID at some point? Folks, we'll talk about that later. Come on. Why should Americans trust your administration to be COVID when the virus is still around? I'm voting right. Do you think the Republicans would go for the white rights? The virus is still around. So why should there be a chance to express your appreciation? Thank you so much. Mr. President, do you believe all the Trump is the beginning of the end of this pandemic? Leadership. It's pathetic. Well, Now that we know about him, how about Kamala Harris? She took on the fake news today. They actually weren't that fake. Uh, Some pretty decent questions. Take a look. At what point does the administration say, you know what, the strategy isn't working. We're going to change strategies. Six former administration officials last week wrote that open letter urging the administration to change course, to change strategy. Is it time? It is time for us to do what we have been doing, and that time is every day. Every day it is time for us to agree that there are things and tools that are available to us to slow this thing down. Every day it is time for us to agree. I don't know. Am I nitpicking? Didn't seem very strong. What happened next? Are we going to to see the same Democratic ticket in 2024? I'm sorry, we are thinking about today. I mean, honestly, I, I, I know why you're asking the question, because this is the part of the punditry and the, right. the gossip around places like Washington, D.C. Let me just tell you something. We're focused on the things in front of us. We're focused on what we need to do to, to address issues like affordable child care, what we need to do to ensure So there, there have been that, no conversations that, about 2024? The American people sent us here to do a job. And right now, there's a lot of work to be done, and that's my focus. It sounds sincerely. Like you're at least familiar with some of the punditry. I don't know if you've heard that there've been some. There's been some talk about a a, a Biden Cheney ticket, perhaps in 2024. Did you read that article? I did not. I'm. I no, I did not. And I really could care less about the high class gossip on these issues. Is that true? Is Joe Biden really going to pick Liz Cheney? You know, for a moment here, I'm actually feeling sorry for Kamala Harris. Yeah, I'm sorry. Liz Cheney, Joe Biden. Now, let's go through it. Joe Biden has no loyalty whatsoever. He's going to go with Liz Cheney. How about this guy? He got rid of his own dog. He would never make it in the Marine Corps. You know what our motto was in the Marine Corps? Semper Fi, always faithful. See what happens. In the meantime, not bad by Craig Melvin. I admire and also frown a bit on his posture. I don't know if you should lean back. It's a tendency sometimes to show that you're, you know, you're cool and all that stuff. The key, though, is to lean forward. You know who does that? Trump. You actually lean forward. Take a look at him. He's owning the interviewer in his own way. It's a little effective technique. And uh, yeah. I think it's worthy of emulation. This might feel good, but that's better in terms of the dynamics. What do you think? Stay with us after the break. We try to answer this question. By the way, whatever happened to Hunter? Where the hell is he? Where's Hunter?
All right, he may be feeling the heat because his ex-wife is going to write a book and possibly a tell-all book about the Biden family. In the meantime, we know that Hunter is really serious about his art. It's all about the money. Look, the Biden family, let's face it, they've been cashing in on being Bidens for a very long time. Are they going to stop right now? Stop when Joe Biden is the president of the United States? They were making a fortune when he was just a senator. This is too good an opportunity. Hunter is actually going forward with this scam. Profits could be well into the millions. We're talking the goal here might be $100 million. Valerie Biden, there's your giveaway. Joe's sister shadowing Hunter recently at an art gallery in New York. That's how you know they are really, really serious about this. And again, Hunter's ex-wife, her name is uh, Kathleen, will be writing a book, it is reported. Now, this arrangement is very sad. I feel very bad for Kathleen. She's married to this guy, had kids with this guy. He was a drug addict, an alcoholic. He ran around with strippers. And, uh, well, we know the story. She understandably feels very, very hurt. And... Um, She's going to write a book, and that's her right. Hey, Hunter actually hooked up with Bo's widow, his sister-in-law. They became a couple. Now, her name is Haley, and right after Bo died, we think that's when it started, right after he died, uh, they started hooking up and doing drugs together. It's sordid. It's sad. It's bad. Any family in the world would not like this arrangement. But Joe Biden said he did. Just when this came, became public, he put out a statement that said, we are all lucky that Hunter and Haley found each other, found each other. They're in the same family as they were putting their lives together again after such sadness. They have mine and Jill's complete, full and complete support. And we are happy for them. These politicians, they will say anything, won't they? We'll be right back with a very strange video from Iran that seems to be telling us how they're going to assassinate former President Trump. We can't let that happen, and we can't allow this thing to remain on social media. We'll be right back. Well, this is one heck of a headline. Ms. Woke Tech, giant Microsoft trying to make world more woke by rolling out inclusiveness checker in Word. All right, you know when you're typing uh, a document in your word processor, most likely Word, and you misspell it, it'll underline it in red? Well, if you use a word they don't think is inclusive enough, now we will underline it in purple. It's gonna reach in to your personal life and suggest other words that they think are somehow more palatable, less offensive. I think this is a bridge way, way too far. I'd like to bring in Batia Unger-Sargon. She's the deputy opinion editor of Newsweek, and she's also the author of Bad News, How Woke Media is Undermining Democracy, which is a fantastic book. And before we talk about Microsoft, uh, welcome back, Batia. What's it like selling a book these days? I mean, uh, there, there, are fewer book, there are fewer bookstores. How do you get it out there? Well, you're supposed to be able to use Twitter, but Twitter just censored the cover of my book. And so, you know, your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> What's wrong with the cover of your book? By the way, I noticed the cover. I don't know. It's very creative. That little, that little hole, that burn, that's an actual hole in the paper, in the paper jacket. So what's the problem with the book? 
I mean, the only other time I've had a tweet censored by Twitter was when we asked the question, is climate change an emergency? We didn't say it's not. We just asked, is it an emergency? Twitter censored it. You know, sometimes when you're asking good questions, they don't want to let that through. And that's what happened with my book, I guess. That is amazing because your book is very responsible. It's uh, well-researched and it's, <laughs> I am so sorry to hear that it's happening. Um, and it's a lefty book, Greg. I'm it, a lefty. <laughs> that does come through, but you know what? The lefty, you're, you're a lefty, but you're not crazy. And I do, and you believe in freedom of speech. You actually talk to, you talk to people you don't agree with. I do. And I, I want to say when this happened, my first thought was, you know, that poem when they came for the communists, I said nothing when they came for the, you know, I was thinking to myself when they came for the conservatives. But I did speak up. I did speak up when Twitter censors conservatives. That is not OK. And actually, um, Sagar and Jetty made a great point today. He said Donald Trump is out there defending the vaccine. He's saying this is my vaccine. My brand is on this vaccine. If Twitter hadn't booted Trump, would he be on Twitter defending the vaccine? Would our whole conversation about the vaccine be completely different? It's really food for thought, right? So um, it's all, uh, well, look, I know you're on our side when it comes to free speech, and I think this is a good <laughs> issue for you as well. Look, Microsoft Word, great word yes. processing program. I love it when they tell me I misspelled a word or something's not grammatically um, making sense. But when they start underlining words in purple, telling me my word choice is not inclusive enough, like if I write the word postman, they think that is uh, somehow discriminatory and they suggest mail carrier, postal worker. Um, I feel like this is getting very, very close to censorship in our own homes. What do you think? Anytime you see wokeness on steroids, which is what this is, it is hiding a class story. We're very used to thinking about wokeness as being about politics, as about liberals versus conservatives. But actually what's happening here is elites who have no economic concerns left to worry about obsess over these symbolic questions like what to call the postman or what to call their maid to avoid talking about the real economic questions. I promise you a maid who is making $3 an hour, $7 an hour does not care what she is called. She cares that she can't feed her family. A stewardess who is not unionized, who does not have any bargaining power, does not care what she is called. She cares that she cannot feed her family. Wokeness is a smokescreen for elite rich liberals to avoid talking about the real class divide in this country. I can accept all that. Uh, <laughs> but, but I am worried, though, if they can underline a word, they can actually probably delete the word. They have the capacity to prevent us from using the word in a Microsoft document. They're not doing that yet, but that actually exists. And it's a slippery slope. I mean, a very slippery slope. No? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that this is further 
you know, we, we see this all over the place. We see it on Twitter. We're now seeing it in Microsoft. The attempt to criminalize the beliefs of conservatives, which happen to overlap very strongly with the beliefs of the working class. The attempt to say that your views are somehow wrong, that your views, whatever they be about whatever issue, about the vaccine, about COVID, about, you know, gender, you know, the, the idea that there is a difference between men and women, that is now a, a view that is verboten, that is taboo. That's what we're seeing. And again, you you know, I really see this as a way of distracting from the real inequality, the real issues with these sort of issues that only people who are really affluent and really overeducated can spend their time worrying about. I have, uh, I well, look, I got to put up Microsoft's statement, first of all. They have something okay. to say about this. Uh-oh. Microsoft understands that not every editor's suggestion may be suitable for all users in all scenarios. That's why we let users be in control of their final output. Editor is a completely optional tool that users can turn on or off at any point. Editor does not make any auto-corrections. Well, for now, and let me tell you, the optics of the announcement were something else. Talk about Woke Central. Who in the world talks like this other than those uh, those elite snobs you were talking about? This is uh, one of their program directors announcing the new initiative. Take a look. Hello and welcome to Microsoft Ignite. We've got a big day ahead and lots in store for you. First, we want to acknowledge that the land where the Microsoft campus is situated was traditionally occupied by the Sammamish, the Duwamish, the Snoqualmie, the Suquamish, the Muckleshoot. You hear this, Batia? She goes on and on uh, apologizing to the Indians from uh, 500 years ago. I don't get it, but that's Microsoft right now. I, I got five seconds left. Your reaction? In England, people have accents that tell you how much money their parents made and where they grew up. In America, we have words like Latinx and what that woman was doing, and now Microsoft Word that apparently wants to be aligned with the left. Uh, it's pretty wild stuff. Uh, it's a crazy time. What did what did your friend Barry Weiss say? The world is mad. And uh, <laughs> all right, let's put that book up that they're hassling her on Twitter about. It's called Bad News, How Woke Media is Undermining Democracy. It really is uh, something else. You should be very proud of it. I really have enjoyed it. Thank you, Batia. All the best. Thank you so much for having me. You bet. We'll be right back. Two years ago this month, United States forces took out General Soleimani from Iran. He was, at that moment, at the airport in Baghdad, Iraq. Now, this is a guy who was actively planning to kill U.S. military personnel, hit U.S. military targets around the world, but we got him. And President Trump made the announcement. Last night at my direction, the United States military successfully executed a flawless precision strike that killed the number one terrorist anywhere in the world, Qasem Soleimani. Soleimani was plotting imminent and sinister attacks on American diplomats and military personnel, but we caught him in the act and terminated him. So it looks like Iran is still mad. Now, Soleimani was very, very bad. He was the head of the Revolutionary Guards Quds Force, an elite unit that handles Iran's overseas operations. 
he was a legitimate target for the United States. An idea of how angry Iran is, their Ayatollah Khamenei just released a very dark, sinister uh, propaganda video outlining, illustrating a potential assassination against former President Trump in Mar-a-Lago. The detail is shocking. I've actually pinned down there. This is, um, you can see how something like this could happen. I hope the Secret Service has seen this and I hope they are taking note. Here it is. Again, released by the government. Now, they don't have the hardware to pull this off, but they're pretty good at putting on suicide vests. Who knows what could happen? It's wild that Ayatollah Khamenei, the person who um, created this, put it on his website, he is still active on Twitter. The guy has his own Twitter account, and you don't hear about them being suspended or anything like that. It was it was uh, about a year ago that President Trump was kicked off of Twitter forever. It is so unfair, so un-American, and it should not stand. We want him back on Twitter. I want big tech to fix that. And Ayatollah Khamenei, I think you're in big trouble if President Trump gets back in office. We'll be right back. Bowling is back, and he's fighting big media, woke politics, and cancel culture. Every afternoon, Eric's new The Balance tells the truth and exposes the big lies. Watch Eric Bowling every weekday afternoon on Newsmax. Thanks, everybody, so much. To be continued, stand by for Stitchfield.